Hi everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a show dedicated to young believers pursuing the goal of healthy marriage and family. You know, we live in a world where getting married and starting a family is far too often postponed for longer than God designed and pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things. But the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As young believers, we have the choice to prioritize what matters most in our lives every day and to live face to face with God and others. Every Thursday and Sunday on this show, I'll be sharing research, conducting interviews, and reviewing articles on the importance of marriage and family for society. I'll also be releasing exclusive content such as spoken word poetry, allegorical short stories, and bonus episodes for subscribers. Friends, God did not set us up to live life alone. The truth of the matter is that every minute of your adult life that you wait to marry is a minute of your life that you're not spending with your life partner. While some might be content to live with the consequences of this arrangement, I would argue that those who wish to spend as much much of their life as possible with their mate are perfectly within reason and soundness of value to do so. It is my deepest hope that this podcast inspires Generation Z to pursue marriage, become the best spouses and parents the world has ever seen, serve with furious intentionality, love well, and discover the joy of hanging the moon for another. To access my sources, subscribe to the show, or get your copy of my latest book, visit anchor.fm slash seth-hensley or check out the show notes of each episode. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 104 of the Restoring Report podcast. We're super excited for the content we've got planned out for you guys today. As always, this is a show about keeping marriage and family as central goals for young believers and prioritizing relationship in a world of many distractions. And today, Landon and I are going to be reacting to an article by the Daily Wire entitled Dolly Parton Shares Secret to Her 56-Year Marriage, quote unquote, It Was Meant to Be. And we're going to get our, we're going to get your going to get our thoughts on that reason and also um, why what other reasons might contribute to her successful marriage of 56 years. That's a pretty long marriage, pretty long time to be uh, together with somebody. So obviously that's the goal of marriage is not only, um, you know, staying together that long, but also being happy together and learning to work out the problems that you're going to encounter um, during that time. You know, it, it, staying together is great. Staying together is great, but in the end, you're not shooting just to stay together, right? You're shooting to have a healthy, happy marriage where both people are experiencing the fullness of life that Jesus talks about. So we're really excited to get into this. Um, Landon and I are again back. This is our this is our first day recording since he got back from the wedding. Those of you guys who have um, knew about that, he had a great time. Got got some extended new family now and having a good time there and. We're just really excited to be back together recording, though. It's been a, it's been a bit, and hope you guys have enjoyed the solo content that I've been giving you guys, too, though the video reviews that Lane and I can't do together. We're still working out how to uh, do video reviews together, both of us in the same room, um, so we'll get that worked out eventually, but for now, I'll just do video reviews when Lane can't make it. So I'll go ahead and kick us off here. It says, Dolly Parton has some thoughts on what makes for a long and happy marriage. The 76-year-old country music legend has been married to Tennessee businessman Carl Thomas Dean since 1966 and says it's a combination of humor and picking the right partner that has kept them going for 56 years. So there she gave two big reasons, humor and picking the right partner. Humor and picking the right partner. So let's keep that in mind as we continue here. She says, I like it when people say, how did it last so long? I say, I stay going, Parton explained during an interview with ET Canada. And 
she says here, you know, there's a lot to be said about that. So we're not in each other's face all the time. He's not in the business, so we have different interests, but yet we have things we love to do together, she continued. So it was meant to be, I think. He was one, the one I was supposed to have, and vice versa. So she's kind of making this claim over and over here about the meant to be thing. That was in the title of the article. Um, I'll get Landon's thoughts in a minute. It looks like he's having some tech difficulty, but he'll come back pretty soon. Um, the meant to be thing, I've heard you know, from multiple different people's uh, thoughts on it. And I think a lot of times, here's what I think. I am not a Calvinist in the sense of I do not believe God makes choices for humanity. And because of that, I do not believe that God chooses your spouse for you. Therefore, I disagree with the meant to be argument in the sense that I do not think God has one person that he has chosen for you and that you have no choice in pursuing, if that makes sense. Um, I do think that there is a, such a thing as a good match, but I do not think, again, that God makes choices for, for humanity, and that would include what spouse you marry. So Landon, what do you think of, now that we've got that tech stuff resolved, what do you think of the phrase, it was meant to be? Um, and kind of a lot of people have the idea that God chooses your spouse for you and that you really don't have any well will in the matter other than just making the right choice. What do you think of that? It was meant to be. Yeah, so personally, and me and my wife would disagree on this. Okay. Um, we, we've talked about this before, um, but one of the things that we disagree on is the fact that I don't believe that there are people that are meant to be with each other. Mm. Um, and she she is not... She she usually isn't too thrilled when I say that. Um, <laughs> but it, it, I tell her it's not that... To me, I, I personally think that it takes away from the fact that I chose to be with her. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't think that, you know, she was the only person I could have been with and that any other person, it just wouldn't have worked out. Yeah. Um, to me, I, I think that it really has more to do with the fact that uh, I chose to be with her. And then I decided to stay with her no matter what. And yeah. because of that, we are able to be married. Yeah. But I think that with the right mindset, you can do that with anybody. I don't think it has to be a certain person that was just predestined to yeah. be in this already. Yeah. Dude, I think that is really good. I think that's really good. And I see where, where Maddie's coming from in the sense of, I do think a lot of people take it as, if you don't believe it, it was meant to be, then it's kind of takes away some of the romance of it. Uh, in other words, it, you could have married somebody else and it still would have been good. That really takes away the uh, romance for a lot of people. But I see exactly what Landon is saying in that it really adds a level of romance when you think about it as in, yeah, I could have I could have built a healthy marriage with other people, but I chose instead to forsake all those other options that were just as, you know, seemingly healthy options and instead i chose to pursue a marriage with you i think that's really great adds a whole think, new level of i think it i think it makes it necessary to get married young because in order to feel the way that i feel about that i could have done this with anybody and mm -hmm. that it was a choice for me to build this life with her i had to build mm -hmm. a life with her yeah and and when you when you get married older you you aren't building a life with someone 
Um, yeah. you, you already have things, and you, you think of things as mine. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I think that if you build a life with somebody, you say, you know what, I could have done this by myself. I could have done this with someone different. But I'm not, I didn't want to. I want to do it with you. Hi, guys. I want to take a quick break and tell you about an opportunity that you guys have as listeners to become subscribers of this podcast. Now, in order to become a sub, all you have to do is follow the subscribe link in the show notes found in the description of each episode. And when you subscribe, you'll get access to exclusive material, including additional interviews, all of my spoken word poetry pieces, all of my dramatized allegorical short stories, and even more of my article readings, okay? So lots of content will be available to you that won't be available to anyone else. Subscribing to the show only costs $5 a month, which is less than most people spend on their lunch at work every day, okay? So you won't even notice it disappearing from your bank account. If you enjoy listening to the show and you're looking for an opportunity to financially support the content you care about, this is your chance, okay? Follow the link in the show notes to become a sub. Thank you so much for choosing this show to listen to and now without further ado let's get back to the episode uh there was power in the idea that you could have married somebody else that he could have married somebody else and made it work and in the end he chose not to he chose to he chose to marry his wife and that was what one of the things that made it special i think he was absolutely on point there back to the dolly parton article she says and the Jolene Singer said they're not especially mean to each other. We've never had, you know, serious arguments to say bad things to each other. We have to take back. So in other words, she's saying that they haven't ever had those arguments where that you remember for years. They've always been able to work through it due to humor and things like that. Um, she said, according to her website, the couple met outside the wishy-washy laundromat when she was 18 and he was 21, which I think is kind of funny because... If you're about to start a marriage with somebody and you're meeting outside the wishy-washy laundromat, that doesn't seem like you're going on, starting off on a great foot. So that's just really ironic that, um, you know, their marriage started at wishy-washy and has lasted 56 years. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, really funny there. But um, she was surprised and delighted that while he talked to me, it looked at my face, a rare thing for me. He made eye contact, sounds like. Uh, she shared of their first meeting. He seemed to be genuinely interested in finding out who I was and what I was about. Um but Landon, what do you think about the other thing she gave? So she gave, uh, it was meant to be as one reason that her marriage succeeded. And then the other reason she gave was humor. She said humor was one reason her marriage had been able to last 56 years. What do you think of that? I mean, I, I think that's definitely true. Um, yeah. You know, what she was talking about, their arguments, they keep it light. Um, that That's very important. Because even if I'm saying things that may come off harsh, I'm not saying them with a tone that makes it sound like I really mean to hurt her feelings. Mm -hmm. And and that's kind of what she's getting at when she talks about that is it's not about saying things and being mean and trying to hurt the feelings and um you know it's more about actually just talking in a tone that helps each other stay kind of light with it and they don't have to hurt each other's feelings as much. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I think humor has a way of um, keeping you on the same team. So when you're encountering problems and you're able to interject uh, humor or jokes with your partner, um, that that has a way of keeping the mood light enough to remember that you're your spouse's teammate and they're not the problem. You're not the problem. You're working together to solve the problem. I think that's a really great, a great thing. So I don't see anything wrong with her first reason. But again, I, I, her other reason, it was meant to be, I do have the problems with that statement that Landon does. 
Um, and again, I do think that I do not believe God chooses your spouse for you. I believe that is he is provides you with options and you choose from those options. Uh, and the, in the end, the choice is yours. You cannot blame God for a marriage that is um, struggling. You cannot blame God for your choice of spouse. You cannot say, uh, God gave me the wrong person. He chose the wrong person for me. None of that works. It is your responsibility when you tie the knot with somebody. You're the one who did that. So I think that's kind of my problem with it was meant to be. Um, but moving on here, she says, my first thought was I'm going to marry that girl Dean shared during their 50th, 50th wedding anniversary vow renewal in 2016. So it sounds like he was a love at first sight kind of guy. Um, he says, my second thought was, Lord, she's good looking. <laughs> and that was the day my life began. Uh, two great thoughts on his. And I think that's a great humorous way of saying it. But also, um, you know, there's a lot to the, the, the argument that uh, starting off as friends is not always a good idea. I think I think you can immediately see somebody as in a romantic way and it work out well. Um, I think that's even, often even sometimes I, a lot of times you see it's one one direction uh, sees it as a romantic way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even though like my brother, for instance, when he met his wife, she didn't think of him that way. Yeah, but he told me straight up, I'm going to marry her. He said, I'm, I'm going to marry that girl. And I was like, you're an, you're an idiot. I was like, she's way out of your league. And I, I said that in my best man speech at his wedding. I was like, <laughs> I was like, when he told me that, I was like, you're, you're crazy. There's no way she's going for a guy like you. Like she's way out of your league. And then all That's of a sudden funny. she starts coming around. And, but I mean, you, you see this a lot. And I think it really, if you can take that emotion and use it and keep, uh, keep it lit that fire it, it's really good for a relationship you know you start yeah. thinking about this person in a way that you may not have thought of them in a way if they were just your buddy you know mm-hmm. before you got married yeah for sure yeah i've seen it i've seen it work both ways i've seen good marriages come out of both situations where the first situation is you see the person there's the starstruck thing like landon's talking about his brother logan had there's that version where you immediately know i this is the person i'm marrying and i'm gonna die on that hill and then there's the other situation where if you're more like logan's wife cherith it's uh perhaps you didn't initially see that there but you came around in the end you learned um to grow in that and perhaps change your perspective of that person and in the end you end up marrying them. So, yeah, and, I mean, and I think at the but, end of the day, both of them had to make a choice because yeah. you have that initial interaction, you have that initial attraction um, mm-hmm. to a person and you can, you can use that as a stepping stone to just have a casual relationship with them and then have nothing after that. Or you can use mm-hmm. that to be a stepping stone into building a life with that person. Yeah. Where you don't, you, you learn that, not only am I physically attracted to you, but now I'm learning so much about you and I'm understanding why I was attracted to you other than your physical attributes. Yeah. So you're able to start to build on that and and it helps to make that, but it's still a choice. You know, it it wasn't like it was just this meant to be fairy tale thing and you didn't have to make any decisions. You still had to choose to be with this person. Yeah. Hi guys, this is just a quick reminder that you can use the link in the show notes to send me a voice message with a comment or a question. You can talk all you want about destiny, but in the end, a healthy marriage from comes from two people who have made a choice to pursue a healthy connection with, together. And not only that, but they've made thousands and thousands of choices after that to prioritize and protect that connection that they chose to build. So, I mean, 
destiny, you know, in a poetic sense, yeah, that's beautiful and all, but in the end, what makes a healthy marriage is two people choosing, making good choices. 100% with you on that, Lane, and I think you're on point there. Here it says, during a previous interview, the country icon said that she loves Dean, that she loves that Dean isn't a part of the industry, the country music industry. She says, we're completely opposite, but that's what makes it fun. So she's part of the Opposites Attract camp, which I want to get your thoughts on Opposites Attract in just a second, Landon. But she says, um, I never know what he's going to say or do. He's always surprising me. My husband is a good man, first of all. He's a deep person, but also has a great and warped sense of humor. <laughs> he makes me laugh and entertains me. He's very secure with himself. So w skipping all the rest of that stuff, let's go back up to... We're completely opposite, but that that's what makes it fun. That's what Dolly Parton said regarding her husband, Dean. What do you think of the argument that opposites attract and every marriage in the entire world, or at least for the most part, uh, people marry their opposites? What do you think of that, Landon? Because I, I just give you like a brief thought of mine. I think that that is not always true. And if you disagree, that's totally fine. But I think that it cuts both ways because I know couples who are literally – identical other than the fact that it's a male and a woman, man and a woman and then i know and they have a great marriage and then i know other couples who are polar opposites north pole south pole um in every respect but they have somehow managed to build a very healthy marriage so i don't think there it's one way or the other but what are your thoughts i think that we are so complex as people that it's hard to say if a couple is alike or opposite i think we are all as every couple has a little bit of both um mm. for me and my wife there are so many things that we are right there just identical with each other on and we have the same yeah. you know ideas and we we think the same way on these things but then in some things there there is a complementary and i don't say yeah. opposite because it's not opposite for the sake of being different yeah it's it's complementary you know mm. where and, and a lot of times it's not even something that I'm just naturally different than her. Um, it may be something that I have to do and yeah. it, it's outside of my comfort zone, but, um, you know, in order to help build a good life with her, I have to be a different way to help complement the good things that she has. Yeah. So That's where great. she's, where she's more spontaneous before I married her, I wasn't quite as organized. Mm. But now that I'm with her and she's spontaneous and that's great and it keeps me young and it keeps me from just sitting in my room all the time, um, I, I also am able to be the opposite of that and be organized and say, okay, here's what we have to do. you know. And that's yeah. not my natural way of being, but it's something that I have to do to make sure that we are able to complement each other. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Again, and that goes right back to the choices thing. I mean, you've made the choice to adapt to that situation and meet the need and uh, complement Maddie's strengths. And uh, she's doing, done the same for you, which I think is just absolutely awesome. And in the end, I think, yeah, sometimes a lot of times it doesn't even come down to opposites or similarities attract. It's more like you've both got things, you've both got strengths and weaknesses, and those uh, can fit together if you learn to shave the edges right, if you and learn to spending, adapt well. Just spending enough time with somebody, you'll notice that they amplify your strengths based mm. off of their weaknesses. Yeah. And it, that's just something that I think God has wired in us. That yeah. it wasn't, not even to say that it was 
this just spontaneous thing that happens, but it's almost as if when we are with these people, God gives us this choice and he allows us to be lifted up in our strengths that he has given us. That way we can, as a unit, be more like him. Um, yeah. I think that I think that when we talk about marriage and we talk about the joining of man and woman, I think that gives us the best image of God. Yeah, 100%. So in order to do that, God has made it to where our wife amplifies the best parts of us. Yeah. And then we are able to amplify the best parts of her by our downfalls. Yeah. So, you know, the lack of compassion that I deal with, it amplifies her compassion and it makes yeah. it more prevalent and it, so you know, it, it raises it up. And um, even to me, it shows me that compassion is such a good thing. And, you know, it, it draws my eyes to her compassion to help raise the things that I lack. So good, man. So good. Uh, you know, I heard a message a long time ago in closing, guys, we're about out of time, but I heard a message a long time ago about a man who said that the body of Christ is like a massive puzzle and that each person is a piece that brings a specific, unique aspect to the body of Christ that nobody else can, but it, it's, it's of absolutely no value until it is placed interlocking with the other pieces to portray the body of Christ. In other words, if you've got a piece, yes, it's absolutely unique and valuable, but in the end, it's not complimenting, it's not accentuating, it's not accenting or amplifying the body of Christ unless you have interlocked together well and learned how to do that. So just absolutely 100% amen to everything Landon said there. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed. Uh, reach out and let us know what you thought of the episode through the link in the show notes. You can send us a personalized audio voice message. Um, we love to hear those. Makes us feel super connected to you. You can also follow the Restoring Report podcast, Landon and myself, on social media, uh, at Instagram and Facebook, if you'd like to do that there. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening today, and we will talk to you next time.